0: welcome to Population Health Plugin, a show highlighting current issues surrounding our community and topics of interest for the students across the university. My name is Anna Layton, and today we have with us Dr. Susan Wally. Dr. Wally is an associate professor at UAB and is a pediatric hospitalist at Children's of Alabama. Thank you for being here with us today, Dr. Wally. Thank you and for having me, Anna. <laughs> We're so glad that you could take time out of your schedule to speak with us about the impacts of electronic cigarettes and vaping and their impacts on public health. So Dr. Wally, can you tell us some of the reasons why electronic cigarettes and vaping have gained so much popularity in the past few years among teens and adults? What we've seen over the past few years is this astronomical increase
1: in the rates of e-cigarette, also known as vape, uh, use among youth and young adults. To the point that we're seeing in some studies, you know, up to 40% youth use among high school students. Some national data from 2016 says that about 11% uh, 11 of high school students are currently using e-cigarettes, which means that they're using it uh, in the past 30 days. Mm. And some of the reasons for that are very similar to reasons that we traditionally see um, adults and youth use tobacco products, which is marketing and advertising. So there's a lot of marketing and advertising directed to youth that make it seem cool, safe, um, and what I want to make sure to tell our youth and your listeners is that it's not a safe product, particularly when we're thinking about nicotine addiction and potentially having a whole new generation of children and young adults that are addicted to nicotine and tobacco products.
0: Can you tell us some of the health risks that are involved using e-cigarettes and vaping and can you tell us if they're less dangerous than traditional tobacco products? Well, I
1: think oftentimes when we talk about e-cigarettes and the potential risks, we have to understand that, you know, the research on conventional, you know, traditional cigarettes took decades to to really compile and we know that tobacco is one of the most harmful lethal harmful legal products that kills one in every three cigarette smokers and so you know when we look at e-cigarettes and the things that are in them we do know that they have potentially less uh, uh, lower levels of um, toxicants and carcinogens and nicotine. But that doesn't mean that it's safe. Mm. And so I you know, want to definitely stress that it may not be as harmful as cigarettes, but the more important thing is to know that they're harmful in themselves.
0: Mm. Um, can you tell us about maybe some of the health risks involved with secondhand smoke and how that may impact children that are particularly would be more vulnerable?
1: Right, and as a pediatrician, that really is an area that I'm very concerned about. That secondhand vapor, you know, again, we don't know as much about it as we know about secondhand aerosol with, you know, traditional cigarettes, but the concern is that we know that it contains, you know, things that are harmful to health, like the nicotine like uh, carcinogens, things that uh, cause cancer, we don't know yet. We don't have enough information to say that e-cigarette aerosol causes cancer. We don't have that cause and effect, but we know that some of the things that are found in the e-cigarette aerosol do cause cancer. So that's where we're really concerned that, you know, children have no voice and they have no choice. Mm. And so if somebody's smoking or vaping an e-cigarette around them, you know, the majority of the time they can't just say, well, I'm going to move to another house or I'm going to go somewhere else. So I really want to make sure, I want to make sure to advocate for them. And part of the way to do that is to make sure in our comprehensive smoke-free laws that they include
0: e-cigarettes. So what are some of the current trends for electronic cigarette and vape use um, as we see today, particularly among um, adults and teens?
1: Well, what we're seeing among adults is that oftentimes um, adults who might be using e-cigarettes Uh, in order to, um, you know, cut down or stop smoking, they end up being what we call dual users, where they're using both cigarettes, and they may have cut down, but they're also using e-cigarettes, and oftentimes they may be using the e-cigarette in places that they couldn't use a traditional cigarette. Which is, is a really big concern because if somebody wants to quit, we want to support that effort, but we don't want them to be using a product that continues their nicotine addiction and you know possibly decreases their likelihood of quitting.
0: What do you see as the long-term impact for electronic cigarettes for public health?
1: Well, you know, I think that there was a recent National Academy of Science report that really was looking at it from a public health standpoint. And as a pediatrician and somebody who, uh, you know, unfortunately sees the impact of tobacco use on a daily basis when I'm seeing children who are hospitalized with asthma and very well-meaning parents who smoke, but that smoke exposure makes their child's asthma worse, You know, I really have to be very concerned about the potential for e-cigarettes on public health, particularly when we know that youth that use e-cigarettes, when we look at them a year later, they're they're more likely to use traditional cigarettes. So we really want to protect our youth from even starting a habit that could lead to traditional cigarette use.
0: So who regulates electronic cigarettes? Are there any policies or regulations recently that have come out that have attempted to reduce electronic cigarette use among teens?
1: That's a really good question. Um, So the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has the authority um, over tobacco products. And as of August of 2016 they basically deemed the authority over electronic cigarettes as well as some other tobacco products like cigars and cigarillos. The uh, intention was for some of these regulations uh, to clearly be implemented over time. Uh, currently, some of the regulations are um, under in, in suspension um, with full implementation not till November of 2022. And so we're still in a period uh, where there is concern that um, products that have advertised um, certain ingredients, they may not um, be regulated to the point where the consumer knows exactly what they're getting. Uh, Some of the other regulations that some communities Uh, on a local level have implemented are things like banning flavors, Mm -hmm. because some of the flavors that are found in e-cigarettes are things that are very, very child appealing, Mm -hmm. like sour Skittles, gummy bear, you know, things that kids love. And that was why flavors have been banned from traditional cigarettes other than menthol for decades, because we knew Mm -hmm. that it encouraged youth to smoke. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for your listeners, we want to really um, uh, focus on some of those public health initiatives like comprehensive smoke-free policies that include electronic cigarettes Mm -hmm. and then other things that include increasing the age of purchase of tobacco products to 21 years of age. Mm -hmm. Other things like restricting flavors and some communities, uh, like for example in San Francisco, Have made it that flavors, uh, tobacco flavors, including menthol, are not legally sold in that community.
0: So, what are some ways that we can help spread awareness about these issues? Well, exactly what you're doing now,
1: and, you know, certainly as, um, you know, your listeners are interested in public health, I think, you know, not only on an individual level, um, you know, reaching out to people that you, your, your friends and your loved ones who may not have all the information, but also, you know, going to, um, you know, communities and being an advocate and letting people know that, you know, e-cigarettes, you know, particularly for youth are not safe.
0: Well, Dr. Wally, thank you so much for being here and for giving us more information about the impacts on electronic cigarettes and vaping. Well, thank you. It's really a pleasure to have you. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you for watching. And please tune in next time for another episode of Population Health Plug-In.